Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all Depends on what's in it for them They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash Succeed or fail, it has to the tell Dungeons and debacles starts now Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin Going around the table, Blake. Hi, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Eldritch Knight slash wizard. And John. Hello. I play Ludidas, Elven monk, butt puncher. <laughs> and Shane. That's me playing Alexander, the human bard. And Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. All right, so last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast... Um, you had met the witch in the witching woods who gave you a spell uh, to destroy the dagger that housed the demon that was plaguing your bard. But the only place you could do it where uh, the bond was weak enough um, to destroy this dagger was inside the shrine of the Raven Queen. So you agreed to go there, defile the shrine of the Raven Queen. Uh, to destroy this dagger. Uh, Juliet, um, through her arcane knowledge and skill, was able to uh, use the spell and ritual given to her uh, by the uh, witch to destroy this dagger. And in the process of that, um, you released Ornan, the demon, uh, from the dagger. There was some interesting combat as uh, most of it was spent all of you on your knees groveling to the demon as one of its special abilities. Um, it uh, bit and swallowed uh, Alexander twice, I think. And the last time while he was inside, he polymorphed uh, the demon into, what was it, a squirrel or something? Or a hamster? A chicken. bunny. A bunny. And then uh, <laughs> proceeded to explode out of it, and he was able to uh, get out of the, uh, the demon's belly that way. Before you could defeat it, it disappeared, but uh, cursed at you and said that it would return to kill you all. You searched through... It's probably bluffing. Oh, you don't know that. <laughs> He's definitely not dead. Um, so It'll be fine. After defeating the demon, you took some time to search through the shrine. Uh, a little bit better than the, uh, the time that you did before, and... Uh, you found something interesting. You found a knight who had a journal and this uh, this amulet that had some sort of uh, cipher key to interpret the uh, the uh, cipher inside of uh, the journal that you think is related to uh, Ruin's uh, map pieces. On your way out, you also searched through another crypt and believe you found a belt that looked like a serpent. Um, and uh, after that, uh, you left the shrine, and uh, that's where you find yourselves now. Well, I say we 
get back on the road, head toward the place we're looking for. Or actually, we should probably rest. Get away from the shrine a bit and rest. All right, so uh, are you resting inside the shrine? Let's head off into the woods just a little ways. Let's not be right here. Just in case, you know, any people show up and are upset that we defiled their stupid lady's stupid shrine, stupid thing. Uh, I'd just like to note that it looks like we've already rested because I see everyone at full HP and so and so. Uh, did that you is rest a distinct in, possibility. Did you rest inside the shrine before you started searching it? I believe so. I believe it was a short rest. I could or was there be some wrong. kind of fountain that we drank from? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. There the was fountain. a pool of radiance. Oh, right, right, right. So let's just hit the road. Get away from here. Stupid Craven Peen's shrine. All right. Uh, is that what you're doing? You headed. Where, where are you headed? I say we head toward. Where are we headed? Lascaigne? No. Yes? Kala. Let's, uh... The place where Juliet's parents are. Yes. Let's that bring up Kala. the world map. Just I only ever was there once. Didn't do all that much while I was there, so I don't remember it too well. Okay, so currently where you are is where uh, I'm I do not see the world map. Oh, my bad. Let me move it over. Alright, can you see it now? Yep. Yes. Okay, so we currently where like you are... Vision is uh, between Lightdale to your northwest and Hedgedale to your southeast. Okay. Should we just head... Well, let's not go through the woods. Let's get back on the road. No matter what, we're in the kingdom of Luskane, and we're going to have to head across the border to get back to Kala, yeah? Yep. Um, that seems correct. Maybe if we head to Lightdale, we can catch a ship down the coast rather than try to cross overland. That might be less something. Now, if, that sounds logical. Now, if you remember, you have let's well, you haven't, but uh, Alexander and Juliet have been to Lightdale before. This was really? up near. Is that where uh, they uh, headed to the to meet the old lady? Yep, Mama Lynn. Perhaps not Lightdale. Um, it's we're recognizable there. Okay, let's just. Uh, head toward the road place thing to the south-ish. Maybe not go directly back to Hedgedale. I don't see there would be a problem. Whatever, let's just hit the road. Walk to Colin. Uh There is a path that uh, you recognize, Juliet and Alexander, that would take you to Lightdale. And then, of course, there's the path where you just came from Hedgedale. Perhaps if we head to Hedgedale go down to Luskane and then approach Kala from the side might wasn't, be a bit more. wasn't there some kind of a political unrest with the whole Luskane Kala thing uh yes they're rivals as far as I know Luskane's a big kingdom Kala's just the one city looks like so my guess is Luskane is an evil empire Kala is a valiant free city fighting to stay free uh, you're not too off, far off the mark there. Kala, Alexander and Juliet would know this, that it's kind of a, it is kind of a free state. Whereas a lot of these, uh, let's say, Merlesh to your west and Lascaine to the east are uh, monarchies. This is kind of a, uh, a free state where 
it's not it, it's a border town it's not like it's lawless or anything um, but it is where people go to kind of find their own fortune without being under the, the thumbs of you know monarchies so um, a lot of people here uh, it's very diverse whereas you know some people that if you were let's say in more of a xenophobic um, land such as Fadel um, this is where you would come to just basically hookers and blackjack um, maybe not so much I mean there, there is law here and there is order um, but it's it's not as like a, a, a I don't, I don't want to say oppressive, but it's uh, a little more free and egalitarian. So, hookers and flapjacks? Sure. In any event, we might have trouble getting over the border. I don't know. We should probably roll a history check. Or actually, uh, Alexander and What's Your Nuts star song Tailscale would note that. Hey, Julia, <laughs> how, uh, do you, are you aware of how strict the border security is between Laskane and Kala? Well, I remember us needing some sort of um, identification to get through uh, Kala to Laskane. So I imagine they at least check your profile. Uh, if you don't have a, what would you call it, a passport, then there might be some trouble. Especially if we look like we're approaching from Kala's side. Yeah, last that time you sense. had like a writ. I still had that writ too. <laughs> uh, you would also know that... Um, on the the Marilish side, Kala has some natural defenses, which is uh, actually. Let me just bring up the map of Kala here. Kala is the island or the peninsula? I can't remember. Um, you can kind of think of Kala as like the Suez Canal, but no, no like waterway. Land. The canal is water. Right. I said kind of like, and I was getting ready to qualify that. Whereas there's uh, you have. Uh, bays on the, the north and the south side. There is no water um, connecting through it. This is a land bridge between the two continents. So Panama before Roosevelt. Yes. So um, Juliet and Alexander, you would know there is a main road here that leads um, from Marilesh to Liscane. Um, you know that Kala has this natural defense of all these mountains you know, in real world, this would be like a, a, a continental plate that's come together and formed mountains over here to the uh, west. Um, there is a bay to the north and a bay to the south. You know that there's no walls here to the, uh, the north or the east, um, but there are patrols on the uh, Luskane side. There are patrols, but not to the extent here to the west. They have um, a watchtower down here in the mountains that looks over this uh, uh, pass through the mountains here to the uh, southwest. You do know that Kala is very strict on their customs as far as like things passing through here because they all get taxed because that's how Kala makes its money, not you know, through trade, but also through uh, customs and taxes of uh, goods moving through here because it's connecting the continents. So they are doing patrols looking for people trying to smuggle things through here. Okay, let's build a large wooden horse and leave it just outside the city. 
<laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I'll hide inside. Wait, no. I was thinking we would pack it full of dynamite. And then when they bring it inside the city, it blows up, and then we just sort of walk in in the confusion. Um, this is my home you're talking about? Please don't go around destroying it. You burned down the temple. Just saying. Anyway, um, I think we should just pose as merchants and walk in. Yeah, uh, maybe Juliet, she has access to, uh, she can cast Minor Illusion through her spell book. Maybe we can use Minor Illusion to make some uh, forged documents of our, uh, of who we are. Has uh, anybody got illusory script? Not anymore. Uh, let's see. Yes, I actually do. I do but oh, yeah, I can cast it as a ritual. I would need some parchment and ten gold pieces of lead-based ink, which I believe I have in my inventory. Let's take a look. Uh, Does it actually say yeah, lead-based? Yep, ten gold pieces of lead-based ink. The last time I picked up reagents, I made sure to buy like the ones that cost money for like wow, all my spells. Ridiculously specific, nerd. <laughs> Says the person playing D and D. Wow, you're really gonna bring up that satanic game in this proper game of Christian D and D? Unbelievable! I'm a monk. Man, I'm wait. I'm li- I'm late to go burn my copies of Harry Potter. Let me give me a second. Okay, so the problem is that illusory script is no different than regular script. It just has a hidden message that people you designate can see. Oh. Uh, That's why I had it, and then I got rid of it because I never used it. <laughs> Alright, never mind then. So I say we just walk from here down to Kala. Well, ride from here down to Kala, and then we're merchants. And we go into Kala that way. What would we be selling? I, I know you're stuck on this whole merchants thing, but we have we're not really... Of, we have a wagon full of fish and... A dragon skin or something. Wouldn't that mark us more as adventurers? Um, we're not well, wealthy enough to be merchants, or at least we're not dressed that way. I'm wealthy enough to be a merchant. Just say. You have illusions. <laughs> you could cast spells to make us look wealthy. I can make myself look wealthy. You. I don't think anything could make you look wealthy. I'm just the driver. I don't need to look wealthy. As much confidence as you have in my arcane abilities, I simply can't. Okay, then we're wandering wanderers. We just wander. Because that's what you want in your town. (laughs) Yeah, really want drifters coming in from anywhere. Uh, You do have that hat of disguise. But that's hard. John's already using that, or Lunadas is, I think, right? Well, I had to untune it because I hadn't been paying attention to that stuff. But yes, we do have that. And I think I told you wrong last time. The Ring of Water Breathing, you don't have to attune to that one. Okay. Okay. Well, um, here's a, a question. Alexander, how recognizable are you in Kala? How long have you been performing and such? Uh, not very long before we got caught up in all that mess with uh, our previous teammates, but uh, I don't think I'd be recognizable unless the... I don't think we met faces with any of the uh, 
the companions here, did we? Nope. Unless that dragonborn has come back. Um, you're right. Yeah, unless they put out some wanted posters from uh, with our likeness or something. I would not be surprised at that. Yeah, but do they have our names? Or just our faces? I don't they think have some that. of our names. And some of the companions are rather clever. It's possible they may have figured it out by asking eyewitnesses. Um, maybe through interrogation I mean, mean we torture can, yeah we can probably figure out something with uh, we can probably just disguise our identities with uh, disguised self we can just get that sorted before we try and cross you as do, long as we can oh sorry go ahead you do remember when you were in Ashmarsh that there had been a bounty placed on you with your descriptions so you think <laughs> If it's gotten as far as Ash Marsh, it's definitely in Kala. You mean Ash Marsh? I'm pretty sure that's why Talia was super against going to Kalia or Kala. You also know that the captain of the guard and Sergeant Stonefist knows both Alexander and uh, Juliet. I mean, I have enough to disguise myself in terms of magic, but um. They're going to check our goods and our people. If we're uh, kind of meta, but uh, hey, Blake, what's your spell save DC? Uh, I believe it is 15, 14. Okay. Because I was thinking that we could probably. What's your spell slots at right now? How many fourth levels do you have? I don't have any fourth levels. I have Oof. three third levels, four first levels, and two third levels or three third level three second levels excuse me okay makes sense i was thinking about our usage of charm person oh uh oh charm probably disguise self uh to change what we look like and then charm person and then who they think charm them doesn't exist that's true but at the same time if we fail the charm person they're gonna know They'll just arrest us. Yeah, that's why I was asking your spell save PC. No, yeah, it's not great. Here's a couple of other possibilities. Priests of Arathis coming in to rebuild the temple. That's a pretty good one. Um, Do we have any priests of Arathis stuff? I know I have a robe, I believe, and a holy symbol. Oh no, I have a holy symbol of cord. Uh, yeah, we could try and put up a front, and then I can use Major Illusion to put a bunch of uh, Priest of Arathas stuff in our cart. Not a bad idea. We can be pretend to be Priest of Arathis, or we do have enough, I believe we have enough just materials in general to be wandering priests. Um, maybe, what do they call them? Uh, pilgrims? Yeah on a pilgrimage exactly but where are we going to well we're going to see the place of Arathis oh no it's been burned down I guess we need to help I mean sure that makes sense you know I'm thinking too far ahead I'm thinking I was going out the concept that we were on a pilgrimage but uh yeah just being wandering priests and then uh uh just traveling around to different uh what's the word temples or whatever in the surrounding area yeah holy sites in the surrounding area to immerse ourselves i guess yeah i think that could get us through 
Speaking of which, here this is the... Okay, uh, so we're going to need some disguises. I have a set of... Did I sell that? Oh, God. Oh, no. I have a set of Priest of Arathis robes. Um, I have some red robes, which are kind of more cultist robes, so maybe we shouldn't use that. I have a holy symbol of cord, and I believe we have enough Raisin Queen masks and outfits to go around for the rest of us. What are those holy things, or just Raven Queen Knight costumes? I am not sure if a person not versed in religion would know the difference. A priest of Arathis, Cord, and the Raven Queen walk into a bar. <laughs> Do those even mesh at all? Like, are those gods at end with each uh, other? Not really. Cord yeah. is a chaotic good god of battle. Raven Queen is, I think, neutral god of the dead. And the Arathis is lawful, neutral god of law and order. But they don't really have any competing domains or anything like that. Yeah, I think we could play off just uh, uh, wandering pilgrims who uh, group together for safety. Better to go together than die alone by wolves or something, you know? I will request, though, Alexander, that you do the talking. You yeah, are yeah. the most I'll persuasive wear, of the bunch. Yeah, I'll wear the Priest of Arathis one so I can be the front to... Uh, Say that we're here to visit the priest, the Rathus Temple. Perfect. So, can you give me a spinoff on everything about Arathus real quick again? I'm kind of short on memory. Uh, um, what are, what are you trying? What what are you what are you wanting to know about Arathus? So, what is she? What is Arathus the god of again? Like uh, civilization stuff like that, technology, right? Something Give like me that. a uh, religion check. Sure thing. If I can get my tech. Oh, okay. I closed it out. That's why. I had my character. She opened up on a separate page, but it closed. Okay. So religion check. It's going to be a 12. All right. So you, with a 12, you would know that Arathis is kind of, I mean, it, it's fairly widespread in you know larger cities and larger town uh you would know Arathis is the god of civilization uh she is the muse of uh, great invention and the founder of cities and authors of uh, laws rulers judges and devoted citizens her uh temples are prominent in most of the world's major cities you would know that her laws would be like work with others to achieve goals, uh, community, law and order, um, tame the wilderness, um, fight against you know encroaching darkness and defend the light, and uh, seek out new ideas and new inventions. There's a lot of uh, gnomes who uh, worship her. That makes sense. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think that's I think that's good enough. I think we can pull it off. Or uh, worst case scenario, if we don't want to go as like a whole culmination of uh, different pilgrims going together, I could probably use Major Illusion to dress everybody up in a, a Rathus robes, and they can just stay in the cart. 
so that way they don't really hold under scrutiny. Um, can you move around with the major illusion? Yeah, I think I just set a center point. Yeah, I can move the illusion, so I think it's like within my range. Let me, um, I think it's as long as it's within the range of me, it works. Yeah, as long as you are are within range of the illusion, you can use uh, your action to cause damage and move to any spot, plus it, plus it. And it just has to be within a 20-foot cube. Okay, um, we could try that. Since we already know a little bit of a rat about Arathus, we can all kind of do that? Yeah, uh, and since we have, like, robes or whatever for, or, like, costumes of the Raven Queen, if I just layer my illusion over it, It'll st- and like somebody touches it, it'll still feel like the fabric that it should be. So it'll probably be better under scrutiny, unless they have like uh, some sort of anti-mage seeing ability. I would also point out that it lasts for ten minutes. You know, I don't like how you're talking sense to me right now, Kevin. I'm just saying. You wow. know it's how long one it lasts. Priest and yeah. a bunch of servants and guards. That might work. So, like, Alexander is the priest who does the talking, and then you are the major bodyguard. Talia is his daughter, and I am a servant who drives the cart. Who is Talia in this again? Sorry, I I missed a word. Your daughter. Your daughter. Are priests of Arathis allowed to have children? I don't know the specifics. Adopted daughter. He okay. took me in because I was an orphan on the street. Because acolyte in that's Arathus. believable. Or maybe, well, he's a priest. Priests like having kids around for the obvious reason. So you know, there's some of that. Wish. <laughs> wow, that's okay. creepy. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Um, or hear me out. Somebody dropped a baby off at the temple that I was at. Yeah. Uh, it's all if- come together. If I could just interject Sorry. for a second, Juliet and Alexander would remember that Tivit was adopted uh, by a priest of Arathus, Arathus your former uh, adventuring. Oh, oh yeah, companion. and that priest of Arathus was also gay married to Tivit's other dad, who was a guard and thus a companion of Juliet. Gotcha. So, all right. So yeah, this could work. Um, I have enough disguise self to last eight hours if I need to. Just need to keep casting it every hour. And those don't require concentration, six. so. What's up? I have enough for six. Nice, that's not bad. Uh, I doubt well, it'll take six hours for us to find our way into the city and the place to hide. Yeah, I also have disguise self, so uh, seems like we're pretty, pretty gold. In case anybody else needs to change some facial features. Frankly, I think only Juliet really needs to worry about people recognizing her. Well, they do have your descriptions, but... Well, how about we go and try it? I mean, we still have to get there. That's true. But I think we can take the main road to Luskane. And should they give us any problems outside of the city, we can always um, dispose of them. And I'd rather we knock them unconscious, but... What, give them a chance to wake up and and somehow sound the alarm to our presence? If we dispose of them, it's going to be death. And then polymorph. 
Yes, but these are my comrades. These are people who I've worked with and known. People who want to kill you. They will kill you to death. Right doesn't mean I don't care about them. Well, uh, we'll figure it out on the way. It'll buff out. Worst case scenario, we can try and just polymorph them and then uh, boost out of there. All right, let's hit the road. And while we're on the road, we can try and figure out this amulet. Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> All right, so uh, which way are you headed? Can we get a world map? Uh, I thought I just moved you over. I guess I didn't. Hold on. My benevolent god DM. There you go. Praise be. Um, so you're currently here. I think we're fine to just like go southwest and just go straight to Kala. I think it just make it more uh, more taxing to go to Lascaine and then to Kala. Follow the most direct road route toward Kala. Mm-hmm. That way we don't have to hold the act up as long. That's fair. And have you all discussed, I guess, why you're going to Kala? Really yeah. Uh, I mean, we're going there to visit the temple. Uh, I, no, no. I was going to frame that I was real unaware reason. of the... Oh, the real reason. Yes, Um. please remember that my parents might be uh, imprisoned or some such. I would like to find out what happened to them and... Free them, if possible. Juliet's sentimentality is driving this portion of the mission. Yeah. Uh, well, that was like my first thought of the reason to do that. Uh, are there any. Can, can we get a recap on where the artifacts are? Like nearby artifacts? Do we know that? Or do we need to investigate still? Um, you would probably need to give me... As I recall, one is way off to the east near Stone Point. I I think we had the locations of two others, one at Stone Point and one at... Oh, gosh. It was... Oh, maybe not, actually. Maybe it was just Stone Point that we figured out. Probably... Probably the closest that you have... You don't know exactly where they are, but the closest lead you think you probably have is uh, to the north and north hold. Okay. Yeah, we could go to Kala and then just uh, use the land route to just uh, go around instead of having to cross the entire, like, river or whatever it is. That sounds good. And then we can just uh, figure out all of Juliet's stuff in Kala while we're there. Don't you have any connections or anything you'd like to do there, Alexander? Not particularly. Uh, it is what it is. I'm just along for the ride right now. I haven't really made any meaningful connections. I wouldn't say that this is your chance to do so, but maybe not for the best right now. Mm-hmm. How about um, our other two companions? Talia and... Alunados, would either of you want to do anything in Kala or find anything? It is a very bustling city. Well, we can look through the mayor's home for more information about his uncle and savior artifacts and such. Great uncle. Splendid idea. 
if there's anything remaining from his library after he lit it on fire. I mean, if you lit it on fire, there's probably nothing left. Um, and honestly, I kind of want to get in and out ASAP. Just personal preference. Yeah, this whole civilization thing is kind of taxing on my mental state. Being as we're not really welcome in the whole civilization part. Okay, and can we sort out finally our aliases? I don't want to call you by your real names and then someone overhears. I've always used Jessica. Alright, so Talia is Jessica. Abby Buck. Buck. Uh, Roland Mossbridge. Roland Mossbridge. Um, I believe that's it. What about yourself? Oh, um, I, I Start believe... Start Tail Scale. Aluna Das, yes, already gave me a pet name. Starsong Scale Tail. Aw, pet names. <laughs> Alright, so where were we? What are we doing? Walking. Okay. Or riding, rather. Um, so, you make your way... Did you decide that you were going to Lightdale? And then down to Kala? Yep. Okay. So, uh, you make it to Lightdell, and it's probably going to take you, uh, the better part of, uh, half a day. Um, at this point, um, it's probably about four or five in the afternoon. Um, do you want to stop here, or are you going back, uh, just continue on through the town and camping somewhere else? Probably just continue on and camp somewhere else. Yays. I mean, if Um, we're here, we can try to find a boat, right? Yes, I believe that's best. Okay, so you're going to try to hire a boat? Uh, sure. Alright, so, uh, you make it into town. It's about five in the afternoon. Um, there are a couple of tall ships here. Um, there are some, um, riverboat-sized boats, um, you're seeing some people like on the docks and out on the boats, but it doesn't look like anything's preparing to leave. You think they're probably not going to uh, head out this late in the day. Okay, uh, just a heads up, Kevin. I want to make uh, make it clear that I would like to be in my Priest of Otherathus robes at the moment. Okay, is anybody else going to be in disguise? Uh, yes, Julia is going to be in the Raven Queen's uh, outfit that she bought. Okay. Alright, so uh, are you going to approach the docks? What, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'll walk up to the docks and uh, see if there's anybody just uh, getting into port. Or if there's a port master. Okay. Um, so there is a port master or a dock master house here um, that has a, uh, a symbol of an anchor on it um, you are seeing on the docks here there's two tall ships um, four medium sized boats and then there's probably three like riverboat size um, that you've encountered in uh, Fadel 
Um, you're seeing some uh, some dock workers here um, tying up one of the tall ships. Uh, so you think that's probably only recently arrived. Um, they are moving some crates off of it. Okay, and just to do a mental recap, we have our cart, uh, two horses pulling it, correct? And then the stuff that we have on the cart and our persons. Uh, you have one uh, pulling that. I think you have one extra horse, and then everybody else has a horse. That sound correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's probably gonna make it a little bit, uh, little rough to get on the boat, but that should be fine. We'll just have to pay a bit more, I think. Uh, as you go through town here, um, you know, there's people out on the streets. This is. Um, fairly large size village um you think there's probably maybe a thousand people that live here damn as it is like a, a fairly um it, it's kind of a, a i don't want to say a hub um but people do stop here to trade to move stuff down through the smaller towns um uh through lightdale to hedgedale Got it. Okay. I'll go ahead and uh, make my way and motion for everybody to follow me over to the to the side, and then I'll get off my horse and go over to the dock master. Okay. So um, you approach the, the, the dock master building here. Um, it's about the size of a, a small house, and you're going to see um, a couple of... Uh, there's two humans, a half-elf. Um, they seem... They're not dressed, like, nobly, but they're not, you know, dressed like they're, they're ship hands. Um, standing outside the, uh, the dockhouse. The, the door to the dockhouse is open. Um, do you want to uh, walk up? Yeah, uh, I'll walk up to him. I'm like, hey, guys, uh, do you know where I'd be able to talk to... A dock master or somebody to uh, procure some services from one of the ships. Uh, one of the uh, humans who appears to be um, in his late forties. He's got this uh, kind of longish, um, like salt and pepper beard, and uh, long black hair. Says, uh, "Well, you're gonna have to wait in line." He's uh, currently talking to one of the other captains, and uh, we're here to. Uh, and pay some docking fees. Sounds reasonable to me. Uh, I would assume that this is a line. Yeah. I will make my way to the end of it. Okay. So you're all just standing out there, and then a couple minutes later, you uh, see a uh, dwarf um, walk out of the uh, the dock master's uh, place, and he just huffs and looks at uh, the other people standing outside here, and he says, docking fees are robbery, I tell you. And uh, walks off uh, down this path to uh, one of the uh, uh, mid-sized ships. So about, uh, and then one of the humans walks uh, walks in, and about five minutes later, he comes back out and um, goes to one of the tall ships. And uh, it takes probably about fifteen minutes to uh, where um, they finish up their business, and uh, you can walk in. I'm walking in. Okay, so uh, you walk in, and um, it's 
not really furnished other than like a wooden table and like a chair and on the other side of this table <clears throat> there is a uh, a human that um it's kind of rich uh, not dressed like a noble but uh you could tell that you know he's got some money to spend on his clothes um he's a human man in his 50s he's got kind of a, a five o'clock shadow going on um he's kind of balding on top and uh he looks at you and says yeah can i help you yeah, uh, me and some of my companions uh, are trying to make our way down to Kala, and we're trying to see if you could help us uh, get a boat to bring us. Well, I don't really schedule any uh, any outings or transportation. That's something that you'll have to talk to the captains about. Um, but I do know that uh, almost all the boats here are moving down river. I think one of the uh, the biggest ships here. And uh, one of the uh, riverboats are moving down. Okay, that makes sense. I'll go ask him about. Thanks. All right. And uh, who would be the captain or the person I'd want to talk to? And uh, he goes through his notes and uh, is like, "Well, I know the uh, the tallest ship there, the the River Spray is." Uh, and he goes through his notes. He says, "That one's uh, captained by." Uh, I, uh, he's looking through it. He's like, uh, John Brightpine. Got it. Thanks. Hi. I will, uh, will leave and go to my companion. Like, hey guys, uh, apparently all these boats are going down river. Uh, the one over there, the big one, is called the River Spray. Captain by John Brightpine. Uh, I can go talk to him to try and see if he can bring us down. But everything that deals with like merchandise going out and in, that's all handled by the ships individually. So let's go deal with this guy. Okay, I just want to make, just let you guys know, uh, so you don't think I'm just rummaging around the different ships. But uh, yeah, I'll go talk to him real quick to see if he can uh, store all of the stuff that we need and uh, get a handle on his prices. I will go ahead and start walking over to River Spring. So you, it's not a far walk over to the docks, probably only about 100 feet or so. Um, you find the ship pretty easily. It's uh, easily the largest here. Um, has River Spray written on the side and kind of like this silverish looking paint. And you see the human that you were talking to uh, earlier with the... Uh, the beard um, who was outside of uh, the dock masters uh, uh, building here and he is up on deck of the ship and you hear him uh, giving orders to uh, his various crew members to uh, move crate off and then uh, you see that they're actually moving some um, barrels and sacks onto the boat Okay, is there anybody nearby that seems like they have a ledger or some sort of, like, writing here on them? Um, in your party or on the boat? Well, on the boat. I just want to see if there's somebody that's not, like, extremely busy with uh, boat preparations that I can bug. Um, no, he's uh, basically being the task mas- master here, uh, 
you know the the ship hands here you could see there's probably at least uh, 10 that you see moving stuff on and off the uh, the boat okay I'll go ahead and walk up to him okay so uh, you walk up to the boat and there's this uh, gangplank that uh, goes on to uh, from the dock up to the uh, the deck of the boat um, so you walk up on the uh, the plank and he uh, turns and looks at you and says uh, hey, what you doing uh, I'm coming to talk to you real quick uh, I'm just trying to inquire and see like what services you would be able to help us out with I have a couple companions uh, horses and stuff that need to go down river and wondering if we could buy your uh, some space on your ship to go down uh, where are you going to going down to Kala huh you're in luck that's where we're going to what a coincidence uh, we're moving some stuff off and uh We've got a few things to pick up here. Um, that's something we can probably do. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you want like a list of all, like, just the general sizes of our stuff, or do you think you'll just be able to slap it right on? <laughs> unless you're moving a platoon, we should be able to accommodate basically anything that you've got, unless uh, you've got uh, cargo for trade. Uh, not right now. Uh, when do you guys depart? Uh, we'll probably be leaving in the morning. Okay, sounds good. And uh, how much would the service uh, cost? Uh, what you moving? So we got a cart, I'd say about uh, yay wide by yay wide. Uh, I imagine the cart's like what, like two and a half meters by like two meters or something? Uh, I'll just give it's roughly the, the size of the cart. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'll, I'll just give them the general sizes of everything, tell them the amount of horses that we have and that we have about uh, four people in total, including me. And a dog. Don't forget the dog. And a dog. Well, uh, we could probably handle the horses, but uh, our plank here isn't wide enough for a, uh, a wagon, so you, you might have to hire a crane from the town. Okay. And do you know who I'd have to talk to about that? Or should oh, I just it'd be the dog master. Okay. And he's Got a it. bandit. Yeah, I was hearing you. So, uh, for what you told me altogether, and the fact that we're already going to Kala, it's not that far. Maybe a day's travel. Let's say, uh, I can move you for, uh, 100 gold. Sounds reasonable to me. Um, uh, what do you. Is it fine if we. Do you want to, like,. All up front, or like half up front, half on the end? Oh, well, if you show up, you show up. If you don't, you don't. We're going there anyway. Okay, and when should we load up our cargo? Uh, first light. Got it. We will be there, and uh, we'll talk to the dock master about getting that crane to get our cart on. And, uh, okay, and what's your name, sir? My name is... Give me a second. I had it like two seconds ago. Are you telling him this? No, no, this is out of character. I mean, I would imagine it would be. Uh, I didn't write down the name. Julia, did you write down the name? I did. You are Roland Mossbridge. Uh, name's Roland. Hi. I'm Captain Bright Pine. Nice to meet you. I'll, I'll put my hand out for a handshake. And, uh, he walks uh, over to the plank and uh, grabs your hand, shakes it. 
I'll be seeing you in the morning. You got it. And then I'll uh, head back down to the dock master. All right. Is there a line or no? Uh, there's nobody at this point. Okay. I'll go ahead and just make my way in uh, to the door. Uh, you again? What do you need? Yeah, so, uh, I was informed that you could uh, help get my cart onto his boat with a, a crane or something like that. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we can do that. It's not free. Yeah, of course. Uh, how much would it be? Uh, what you got to move? Uh, he said that he should be able to handle our horses and stuff like that. So it's just the cart going onto the ship. All right. That'll uh, be five gold. I can do that. And uh, when you need this to happen? Uh, first light tomorrow. Okay. And uh, he pulls out a piece of parchment and uh, he starts writing up a contract and only takes him like a minute. He's writing very quickly and says, uh, I just need your name here and, uh, and see the color of your coin. You got it. I'll take out five gold coins and then uh, tell him that the name's Roland. Got a last name? Mossbridge. Okay. Just sign here. Sure thing. Uh, I will sign the paper as Roland Mossbridge. All right. Your space is reserved. You'll pay tomorrow when we load you. Yes, sir. Anything else I can help you with? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Thanks. And then I'll go ahead and make my way out. Okay. Uh, I will make my way back to the party. Hey guys, uh, got the ship set up. Uh, he said it's going to be 100 gold uh, to get there. They're leaving at first light as well as loading them. And I've got a crane set up to uh, put our... our uh, how, do, how am I blanking on the name of this thing? Cart? Yeah, cart. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I got a crane set up to put our cart onto the boat since they can't handle it themselves. And we should be set to get to Kala. Excellent. Good job. Um, Roland. You know it. Roland Mossbridge. That's the name. Don't wear it out. All right. So, all right. So it's uh, about 530 at this point. Uh, you got the, the rest of the day until tomorrow morning. Gonna do anything in town or are you just gonna, are you camping outside or are you gonna try to find a place to to sleep here? What are you doing? I think it'd probably be easier just to camp right outside the like village limits uh, and just handle the horses and stuff. Sure. Okay. So uh, you make your way out of town. Um, there's houses like kind of out on the outskirts and some farms um, that you... You could probably either like ask somebody if you could stay on their land or try to make it like towards, you know, further down and out into the forest. Uh, I think it'd be good to head towards the forest line, right, guys? Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, just wild animals and stuff, but oh well. But no people. Who are the real wild animals? True. The real monsters. All right, so uh, you're going to travel about uh three miles out of town till you find a spot that you're pretty comfortable that no one owns this um, you're able to find kind of a, a clearing uh, off the road and kind of not like 
in the forest, but like uh, you, you're kind of finding some trees here, but um, someplace that has enough of a clearing where you could build a fire. So at this point, probably around, it's getting around uh, dusk. If you want to set up camp. Yep. All right. So anything you want to do before you go to sleep? Uh, maybe set up a rotation. Okay. I'll each take uh, one apiece except for uh, Talia. All right. Why, Why not Talia? A... I mean, isn't she like 12? Don't kids need sleep? 13. Didn't she have a birthday? She's 13 now. Yeah, she's officially she's old a teenager. enough to oversleep or undersleep. I mean, it's on you. I mean, what does everyone else think? Well, Alunadas only has to rest for four hours, right? Mm-hmm. I'll take first watch. All right. I will take second. I'll take third. All right. So, uh, is there anything that you want to do? Um, specifically, you do have that amulet that you haven't figured out yet. You've got that book with the cipher. Uh, and then you've got that belt that was magical that you haven't uh, identified yet. Oh, yeah. We should use our pearl and ritual identify that. Okay. So uh, this belt appears to be made out of uh, fine leather. Um, the buckle of it is um, made out of uh, like silver with some gold gilding and the shape of a, uh, a serpent biting its tail. You identify it, and this belt does two things. One, it gives you resistance to poison, and two, it allows you to polymorph into a snake once a day. Wow, neat. And attunement required, I assume. Uh, yes. Okay. Also does a third thing. Looks stylish. Make you look fly as hell. Holds up your pants. Does anyone want to wear that right now? I'm fine. I don't really feel like being a snake. Alright, bag of holding it is. (laughs) Alright. So that's identified. So uh, you headed to bed? Yep. Okay. Indeed. Do you, uh... Yes, Juliet, do you want to take a look at this amulet? Uh, sure. So, uh, you take a look at it, and it's like a combination of, like, runes and letters, and you being able to speak draconic, it makes sense to you, because the, uh, the letters here are, uh, in draconic. Um, but none of that really, it's just like a jumble of letters. It has these concentric circles, and there's about, uh, four concentric circles, uh, with these runes and you start playing around with it and each one of these uh, circles moves. Okay, so put them in the right order. We get either a cipher or it's magical and does something. Give me a intelligence check. Sure. See, whoops, that's a save but it's still 12, same thing. So you start playing with this and you're able to like move the circles around and you get some of these to line up to form words um, but it's more of like a, a word jumble 
and there's still some sections of it um, that don't make sense um, as words um, but you are able to um, pull out five words that line up but the, the rest of them don't uh, the words that you get are last follow sense and loop okie dokie alright those don't make sense yet we'll figure them out you all go to sleep out here in the forest uh, you're going to wake up the next morning and you're going to notice that vicalia has gone She's oh. gone on an adventure. Nah, she probably went on a date. With who? With Destiny. <laughs> Some spider. Destiny's a weird spider name. Um, you Is look like a man with legs. Uh, you look around to see if uh, she left any sort of note uh, or anything saying that you know where she went or you know if she was going to be back, but uh, there's nothing. So. Uh, you don't know, you know, when she would have left uh, in the night because uh, you were taking watches, but probably not looking into the camp. And she was able to sneak out. Man, it feels good not to be hunted by a demon in my dreams. <laughs> it's the little things, you know. So this uh, sneaky drow got out at some point in the night. So apparently she just gathered up her things and left in the middle of the night. Well, damn. Yeah, what? Why is she gone? Didn't she just get some kind of, like, superpower tattoo? Or is she not going to fit in? Wolf called her off Maybe that's why she's gone. Other calling? Huh. That's, uh, a thought. Hopefully she comes back. <gasps> I hope she can find us. Wait a second. Um, didn't she have our bag of holding? I have no idea. Well, I have a little one. And I then think, I think someone else had the big one. I think she I had think her own, bag. but I don't think any of the party okay. stuff went into it. Okay, that okay. makes sense. I just saw a bag of holding. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, this is... Pr- if she has the the bag of holding, it's going to be a little bit uh, more goose. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she had anything of, uh, of party belonging to distribute. Fair enough. Nothing gain, nothing lost, I guess. <laughs> you make a quick breakfast and head back to the ship. We'll just say that you get there and you pay the dockmaster um, the gold. They move the cart onto the boat. You move your horses and all your gear. Some deckhands are still moving some uh, stuff onto the boat. And uh, probably by about... Um, 7.30 you're ready to go and uh, at that point uh, Captain Bright Pine gives the uh, orders to uh, throw off the moorings and uh, push away from the uh, the docks here um, some oars come out of the, the side of this boat and start moving it down river after about a, uh, a day's travel um, you're going to get down to uh, Kala about uh six o'clock the next morning and i think that's probably a pretty good place to enter right there Mm -hmm. sounds good okay so we're gonna light the city on fire now right no naturally (laughs) i mean it's basically a uh a calling card for us right 
It's, it would be on Let's brand. Get down business. Alrighty, so uh, next time we'll pick up and uh, and call it. See uh, how sweet uh, Alexander's words are to get you uh, through uh, the docks here in customs. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Welcome to the Conley Inn and Stables. Located in the most exciting part of Conlee, we're a short carriage ride from the city's most popular attractions. Whether you're looking for music or a play, nightlife or high-class shopping, we're located near it all. Our palatial suites can accommodate any discerning traveler, and our service is legendary. We also offer amenities such as an indoor heated pool, a spa, fitness center, laundry, and 24-hour room service. Are you a traveler with business with the council? Ask for our special business rate. Make sure to sign up for our Gold Club and get exclusive access to our finest rooms and the 10th stay is free. We also honor Triple B Travelers Club membership discounts. Carnley Inn and Stables, we're at the center of it all. The music you heard on this episode was Lost Time, Long Road Ahead B, and Crowd Hammer by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash